Welcome back, everyone. S1E1. We are here again every episode to remind you we watch the very first episode of a different sitcom. We discuss it as if we've never seen any other episodes. And then at the end, we go around and we discuss if that's a show that we would greenlight or cancel. Again, based on only the first episode. So this week, we will be doing Community which was six seasons long. It was on NBC, but the last season I think was on Yahoo, 110 yep. episodes. First episode called Pilot, just like half the other shows we're gonna be tackling on the show. No, the first episode is called Community. Well, it was called Pilot when I looked it up. <laughs> According to IMDb, it said Pilot, but it's called either Pilot or Community, apparently, unless we watch different episodes, which will be a big, big problem later in the episode if we did. That'll happen someday. September 17th, 2009 is when it aired. My name's Jay Gags. With me, as always this week, Joe, Ferg, Nick, and Gordo. What's up, guys? Hey, oh. Hey. Boy, Yo. I love Chevy Chase so much. Oh, yeah. To start things off for this episode, which is called Either Community or Pilot, as uh, I think Ferg's checking right now, anyone seen Community before? Has anyone not seen Community, I should say? Me. No, uh, no episodes at all. Never. Any, like, I, I got it mixed up with Parks and Rec, which I also haven't seen. <laughs> and I thought that's what we were going to watch. Oh, wow. That's what I had going so, into it. Can we it. just take a break here? Has Gordo seen any show we've done? Yes. I've, not, I've seen um, some. I saw. Every show Home starts with you saying, no, I haven't no, seen it. No, 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 not true. Not true. The first episode, I said I saw it. It was just on in the background. Friends, dinosaurs I'd seen, home improvement I've seen. I've never even heard of Perfect Strangers. Wait, you'd never heard of? Perfect no, Strangers? I no, no. To be fair, that is when his no, because I'm on not his like head. 80. <laughs> Why would I watch that? I didn't we like it when it. you made me watch it. We, watched... we all watched it. That's why I'm asking because we all watched it. And we're all the same age, and we all watched. No, you, it, right? no, you didn't. Yes, Nobody I did. watched yes, that I, show. Very, Goto, every odd. time I was at your house when we were kids, Nick at Night was on. So don't say because it's old you didn't watch it. You no, watched a lot of old shit. Nick at Night. That was like I'm just that was saying like, in general. Lucy. That was like the monsters. That was like Andy, not Andy Dick. The the Andy <laughs> Mulberry Show. What the the Andy you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and and I've seen news radio. I've never seen Community. You will find that. There are a lot of these shows that I haven't seen. Gordon was just too Most busy playing that video game. What was the video game he got mad at us for trying to get him out of the house? It was like Animaniacs or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking going anywhere. Okay. All right. Well, okay. We're going on a tangent here. So, um, <laughs> so no, I haven't seen it. You guys, have all seen, you guys have all seen Community? Yes. 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 Okay. It's, so, actually, it's actually one of my favorite shows. So, so I have to tell on and say that like Gordo, I haven't watched Community. I'm familiar with the show to a certain degree i've seen a little you know a couple minutes here and there but not enough to the point where i've never seen a full episode i couldn't tell the name of any characters so i went into this pretty fresh myself just to follow up because ferg just showed us his screen and he looked up something that said that the first episode was called community and that was on what that's on Netflix. It's listed. The first episode is listed as Community. Okay, so on Netflix, it's listed as Community. On IMDb, it's listed as Pilot. And I mean, it, could, sure... it can still be a pilot and be called something else. Well, no, well, I'm sure typically... we watched the same episode, though, right? Because yeah, there's no, no way. I'm sure, I'm sure we did. But typically, in an yeah. episode guide, like <clears> when the spaceship up, comes down, whether it's a pilot or not, the part where Poochie yeah. came out, the pilot <laughs> is usually listed as the title of the show, unless it's called Pilot. Which for me, that's what it's showing. But either way. Uh, either it's called pilot or community, depending on what you are searching on. Um, um, hopefully you're all talking about the same episode. I still think pilot should be the only episode of wings. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but every episode, every episode. Okay. So the show starts off outside of a campus and we see that someone is going to speak or address people using a like old boom box. And he has like a little flub and it starts playing some sort of hip hop song with inappropriate lyrics. I, don't, I think it was a, I don't think it was a real song. It was nothing that I recognized. No, no, I believe it's it was with for the show. And that's, it's like a reek. Oh wait. Never mind. As you say, it's a reoccurring joke throughout the series, but, but the we series do not doesn't exist. Yeah. We only discuss episode one. Um, <laughs> it was like a fun joke to start on. I mean, I, you know, I I'm going that I love how the PA is just this old shitty boom. Box. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't even get yeah. like an amp to talk through. <laughs> so, and then it turns out that he's the dean of the school. 
And it's like, shouldn't you have access to, you know, some sort of a speaker system or like, but. I like that though. It sets the mood of how how shitty of a school it is. It also reminded me a lot of the beginning of rock and roll high school, which I loved. And um, they also use this moment for him now. He's kind of having, an, he's introducing people to the school, essentially. You know, he's using a whether you're this or you're that. And this is the way that they are basically exposing you to half the cast of the show. Because he's explaining the character type of the entire cast of the yeah. show. So I have it written if nobody by the has way, it down. That, I have it on my phone, too. But that speech is like, that's community college. If anyone's ever gone, like in a nutshell, there is like, I want the for like old yeah. people minutes. and everything. It's like, yeah, I didn't go to community college and that's not throwing any I didn't go to any college, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not making fun of anybody. If you went to community college, that's amazing. You're doing better than me. But I went long uh, enough to have a student ID. <laughs> that, was, that was so I, I I can pretend I went to college because <laughs> I have an ID. Well, I attended North Shore Community College right before I went to UMass. But yeah, it was literally that's that speech. Every, every single one of those people was in like my opening, like, uh, what's it called? Yeah, opening class thing that there was an old person. There was a former athlete that got hurt. There was everything. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was so very- what do they say? They say remedial teens, 20-something dropouts, middle-aged divorcees, and old people keeping their minds active as they circle the drain of eternity. Fucking <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> great line. Chevy Chase is just his physical comedy. Like, it's still there, too. Like, the face he makes. It was everything edited out but Chevy Chase for the whole time, and it was a seven-minute episode. It would be my favorite TV show in the history of TV shows. He I didn't is actually, so good. I didn't actually know he, he Chevy Chase was a part of this show. <clears throat> like I had no idea about the show going in, and I was floored by the cast. So like, I want to like, get into some of the specifics with some of the cast later. Okay, but All I right. will say no. But uh, you know, for now, you know, just to go to where we're talking about Chevy Chase, as big as Chevy Chase is, and like you know, he has had like so many legendary roles in huge movies. When you look at the list of things he's done, he had a lot of really big accomplishments leading up into this show. He really hasn't done a lot of stuff. You know why, right? He hasn't done anything since. You know why? Why would that be? Because he is a grade A asshole. I've heard nobody that. can work with him. I want st- to. I'm just gonna say I love Chevy Chase so much that until he's an asshole to me, I think. I everyone's and that's right. the thing that it. it sticks in my head because I love his character so, and I love everything yep. he does so much. I've <clears> literally <throat> never heard a good behind the scenes thing about that guy. Like he's just a ripe dick about everything. Apparently, anybody who's worked with him on the vacation movies, not one bad thing to say. I don't know what that really means, but yeah, like Beverly D'Angelo, Johnny Galecki, anybody who's like worked he, he's a, apparently a nightmare to the staff but other actors have enjoyed working with him like i know donald glover who plays troy on the show he says like he pushed him to be better and he's stuff also like that. probably like, at a very different point of his life now right so like you gotta figure you know if if what nick's saying is all true and, and i've heard similar things but again we're talking he had a big monstrous run in like the late 70s early 80s had a bunch of huge hits and then went like 30 years where he wasn't really doing much of anything so yeah. like mm-hmm. you know for a mix of, he had roles right he hasn't been out of work completely he's had little roles here and there but like the 90s, not a lot of major stuff yeah the 90s and 2000s are weird right he does memoirs and invisible man which bombs he's in kind of a work. weird movie and then he does the Chevy Chase show. Do you guys remember the Chevy Chase show on Fox? Yep. That yep. train wreck. Yep. Yeah. It was like just a bad train wreck sort of. But people make fun of that and look back at it as really bad. But followed up by that was Keenan Ivory Wayans did the same show. And his was equally as bad. I watched every episode of both. It wasn't like his was that much worse than anybody else's. But he didn't really do too much. I mean, he pops back up in the, what, the vacation remake. with Ed Why Holmes. did you watch the Keenan Ivory Wayans show? Because there was nothing else to watch at one in the morning at that point, unless WAF's Real Rock TV was on, there wasn't much else for us to watch. I don't know, you could always sleep. That didn't seem fun (laughs) at the time. pharmaceutically i didn't like sleeping back then we'll circle back to him later because you don't really see him again until kind of midway through the episode so because after the speech is delivered we um we're introduced to a couple guys it's jeff and uh abed is that how you say abed 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 in the morning okay again i'm pretty new to the show so this is actually the first time we're doing an episode where i really don't know what we're talking about so so bear with me but so we meet them um they're walking down abed is very like fast talking 
talking, a little off, but you know, it seems intelligent. You can't quite pinpoint what, what, what it is about him, but he's a little off. Jeff um, looks to be the main character from what you're seeing early in the show. Uh, takes an eye to a blonde girl really early. So really kind of establishing like this is going to be his story arc. He's, he's looking for this girl and uh, gets a little bit of information from Abed. Jeff is, um, so we find out Jeff's story. Jeff is a <clears throat> lawyer, but he faked his degree. So now he has to go to community college to get an actual degree. I, I don't know how that works. So he faked his degree, but, and then could just take the bar with like a fake degree. I don't know how this works. I'm not a lawyer myself, but sure. <clears throat> It's yeah, I don't know that out there. If people don't know, you know, we don't. Nobody holds you to it, Jay. Early impressions of these characters, by the way, as you meet them. I <laughs> like that. I get a little bit of Mighty Ducks from this. I don't know if anybody else did, but rewatching this now, he feels a bit like Gordon Bombay, right? The lawyer like he, redemption story. Yeah, it's a lawyer redemption <laughs> story, and he's surrounded by a bunch of sort of misfit kids. Yeah. And then they're all yeah. not kids; they're all older yeah. ages. But like, it seems like that's the story. I mean, if, if Abed or if uh, somebody else drove a limousine onto the ice, we'd be right there. I mean, yeah. early on, you you get that Jeff is pretty sleazy. I mean, you can tell yeah. he doesn't want to talk to Abed. Uh, he just asks him the time, and then Abed goes into a, a long tangent. Yeah. And he goes, he even and, gets um, into the whole, like, I see your worth thing. Like, that's all yeah, that's, people yeah, are yeah, to him is like, what, what they're worth. He just sees them for what he can do for mm-hmm. him. And right from there is when Jeff's character goes to meet with Dr. Duncan, who's played by John Oliver. So I was like, oh, shit, John Oliver. Yep. I said the same thing. I was like, so Chevy was Chase and John Oliver. I was and like, like how did I not know about this show? Yeah, so and I know, like, John Oliver, like, now. Like, I know he's, like, hosting duty so like i didn't know much about like his acting career before this so i was just like oh that's cool but um, was he on the daily show at this point probably um no yeah, i think he definitely was... maybe at that time i think yeah. this was yeah. daily show time yeah that's where like i would have known sounds him about right at that and point yeah and, and gordo that's part of the reason i think you haven't heard of this show because it's honestly it's a great show but a lot of people are kind of in your boat i think as far as either not watching it or not really knowing about it excuse me this kind of went up against some heavy hitting shows in their primes on different networks so like yeah. if, if this was if this show had come out you know five years earlier or later it would have done way better i think because this show is better than six seasons that it got i think it just yeah there was too much competition in the area at the time to not go too far into past just talking about the pilot but from my understanding of this show from an outside perspective it seems like a show that has a very very loyal fan base Mm -hmm. and it gets a strong enough viewer but it's always been kind of like on the brink of going away at all times like it it never had like a strong run yep so that's what that's my you know what I've always seen of the show. I also um, feel like at the time, like we'd watch it here and there. It'd be on TV. You'd sort of catch it or whatever. But my younger sister loved it, right? She had like mugs of the characters and things like that. So just the age group we are in, right? So somebody who was six years younger than us were obsessed yeah. with it. Well, and, I, and- I think what helps the show was Netflix because when I got into it, it was on Netflix and it was still on TV. But I think I uh, the first three seasons I watched on Netflix, and then I had the the new season started, and I had to wait each week to watch it. Which sucks when you. So that was one of the first show. big shows to be on Netflix. Then yeah, yeah. when they first started streaming stuff as like a whole, right? But when they start stop the DVD thing, and it seems weird because it's a show that <clears throat> you know, having now seen the first episode and, and just generally knowing about the show, like its its brand of humor is pretty lined up with like our group of friends at least. And it's not really a show that you that we've ever really talked about much. It doesn't come up very often once in a while for sure because you know a handful of you guys watch it but generally speaking you know for a bunch of guys who talk all the time and about tv i don't think communities really come up all that much yeah, it was but, well, book. watch it and we can talk about it because, yeah. like I said, it's one of my favorite shows. Well, I've watched. Well, we'll discuss whether or not it's going to happen in about 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that interaction to go back with um, the the professor, Duncan, basically, we see that Jeff is, you know, he lied his way to get his degree in the first place. And now he's going to see if there's a way that he can lie to get a new degree from this place. So that's, that's actually just... that has one of my favorite lines when Duncan says to him, um, I thought you got your bachelor's from Columbia. And and then he says, well, now I have to get one from America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, if you guys are puzzle. seeing a theme, what happened with John Oliver? What was his excuse? 9-11. <laughs> okay. So that's Friends. That's Perfect Strangers brings up 9-11. When does Perfect Strangers, Perfect bring, Strangers bring, up bring up 9-11? It, it started in like 88. <laughs> like, you mean, you, you, mean you brought, you brought up 9-11? <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, Joe. This continues the trend of you bringing up 9-11 in every episode. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you? By the way, by the way we, we've 
we've established like our show um is explicit in that like we are allowing ourselves to use foul language i have made it a point to personally not and i just had to in that moment because of, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the hell is going on right now so are you saying that when discussing 9-11 you wanted to use plain language i want to discuss 9-11 on 9-11 only for the most part part not necessarily when we're talking about sitcoms well <laughs> if the sitcom brings it up i never want to do wings because of the 9-11 thing all right we can't do wings <laughs> i don't know if i can handle wings um, we have to do wings it'll be a special episode like on nine eleven of just Joe, like a monologue, just Joe talking independently about the show for you know a half hour, or what have you. I, I, I think that uh, the fans demand it. We'll have to do it. But Gordo, to your to your point, they do mention it. They actually do mention it in this episode. Do I find it everywhere? Every show we've done, yes. But this one, they do mention it. Uh, you, you're up. like one of those alien hunters that, like, oh, they, like you know, you go down to like Columbia or something. And you're like, oh, these rocks, they fit together so so uh, intricately. <laughs> it's gotta be aliens who did it, you know? Like Joe should star in the movie, the number twenty three or whatever it was called. I just see what I see. If uh, if I may uh, take a moment to talk about the show again, so uh, I have in my notes here because after his um his interactions with duncan where we find out so duncan is a, a professor at the college who jeff <laughs> has who acted as the uh lawyer for in the past so he's hoping to leverage that to maybe get the answers to his tests while he's there so he can pass the note i have written down is jeff is a piece of shit he's supposed to be yeah yeah yeah. But it's great though. Have you, I mean, not to, I don't, I like cutting off to like, have you seen this? But has anybody seen the movie where they do the National Lampoons? Netflix did it, A Feudal and Stupid Gesture, basically the history of National Lampoon. No. And Doug Kenny. No. I did see that. No. It's, it's worth it's watching, good. right? But it's good. But um, what's his name who plays Jeff in this? Um, I can't think of the actor's name. Very funny guy. Give me anyway, but Jeff in this plays young Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you go back and watch this, Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Thank hey. you. When you go back and watch this and you see the way he's acting, you definitely see him doing young Chevy Chase. And I yeah. think it's, it's pretty fun. And when he's doing all these like sort of uh, monologues to everybody and how he's being in the sarcasm and the sort of weird stuff, I feel like that's the first thing I get is he's being young Chevy and then you see old Chevy. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So we go from he is talking to Duncan. He's trying to, you know, maneuver his way into cheating his way through community college to him meeting the girl Britta, who was yep. the girl that he had eyes for earlier when he was walking. And he knows her from Spanish class and he sees her studying. So now he lies about his credentials in Spanish and said he's like an authorized like tutor or whatever. <clears> and he's going to have a study group for Spanish to basically, you know, find a reason to be around her. So again, Jeff is a giant piece of shit. He's scheming. And Britta says what's on her mind. Unlike her name, she's unfiltered. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> so at this point, watching the show, jokes. as you're in, as you're introduced to these guys up front, uh, Jeff. So far, we know that he did shitty things that put him there. He's done shitty things trying to get out of there, and now he's doing shitty things to get with this girl. Is he showing any signs of being likable yet, or are you turned off to the character? Is he too shitty, or do you kind of still think, well, let's see where this is going at this point? I'm intrigued at this point still. He's just because, so charismatic, it yeah. kind of, which is like true to the character that I want to think they want. He's, and that's <clears throat> how he basically faked being a lawyer for so long. Yep. He just, he he's charismatic. He knows how to talk. He's confident. And by that alone, like I, I am intrigued by him. It's like how he says it. If he talks long enough, he can make anything truthful or moral, something like that. And yeah. And he says, it either doesn't matter or I'm God. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite line of the whole episode. Yeah. So uh, what's the exact line? I have it written down because I thought it was so funny. So either I'm God or truth is relevant. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, what a great way to live your life. If you're going to be a scumbag, that's the motto, right? I guess I'm the opposing view right now. At this point of the episode, I don't like him. I'm like, he's just too shitty. This is like, there's not enough there yet. But I can see like where he's charismatic enough that let's give it time. I did think they were stacking on a lot of bad behavior all at once, but it is still pretty early in the episode. So yeah, they're, they're establishing his character, though. So yeah. you can get that redemption throughout. You know, yeah. the series, so, but we're in one episode. So this is also to... where you meet Chevy Chase and he spends a minute making a hot dog <laughs> in the funniest way any human being has ever What's made a hot dog. Where I rewound it and watched it twice. I was laughing so hard. It's just so 
fucking perfect. Why so was there mayonnaise in the ketchup? <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's a community <laughs> college. When Greendale. He's done, he just shoves it under <laughs> the, 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 the tray bread. of bread slices. <laughs> that it's so, so good. And they just walk away and just let you sort of sit in it. It's so great. I like how the other student watches him do it. And he just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, you know, he kind of like eyes like, hey, no, you didn't see anything. Nobody could yeah. do that like he could too like it's, a, we, yeah. it's just that physical it's the most like, clock griswold thing ever yeah, yeah it's so good so we get to the actual study group which is just the two of them at first so this is kind of where they're starting to communicate more past their little interaction that they had in the cafeteria and we kind of learn her past a little bit it's pretty clear like again that this is going to be the love interest story she talks about how she left high school to impress radiohead or in her head, she thought it would impress Radiohead, which is like, I thought that was a choice. weird line. All right. It's like, it's, it was her leaving school going to result in like an article that went viral or something where Radiohead was going to be like, <laughs> wow, this is really cool how this girl left school. We've already expressed at this point, she's kind of dumb, right? Like she didn't understand that Jeff was not speaking the right kind of Spanish. And she well, we established out. that she's not good at Spanish though. Like, she's, yeah, yeah, like she say. doesn't speak Spanish. So like, that's the whole reason but, she's there. She's but barely, Spanish. Jeff barely does either. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't know that. She's well, just he, trusting he speaks his like Peggy Hill Spanish. Yeah. No, not even that. He's just saying. He just makes oh, yeah. he knows. Like he yeah. talks about the car when he's answering her question. Um, I forget what she asked, but right. and he calls himself El Jefe, which is the chief, not Jeff, yeah. the boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to Jeff. He's, he's just speaking with conviction. So, like you know, <laughs> fake it till you make it. He's acting confident, and as a result, she believes that you know she doesn't know Spanish. So why wouldn't she think that he was speaking fluently? One little joke too, when she's talking about her past, and she's like, "Oh, I've been tear gassed here at high school. I did some foot." modeling is a great like you know what the foot modeling thing means right yeah. she wasn't foot modeling She's a, well yeah a little bit of a of free spirit wandering soul but she does make it very clear to him that the number one most important thing to her is honesty and she's telling this to someone who we know is the most dishonest person hasn't been honest yet yeah yeah he's, yeah. he's been he's been honest about zero things since he's walked into this uh campus the only thing he's been honest about is trying to get the uh test answers from john yeah. oliver yeah so uh this turns into actually what i thought was one of the for me the one of the funniest parts of this episode was so she texts abed to uh join the study group and he's trying to sidebar with him so he sends him a text <laughs> to say me like i've <laughs> yeah. talked to you outside yeah and he's like never received so a text message before he's like oh i've never gotten a text before and he's trying to read it <laughs> Do you have to pee no <laughs> why would so, I why would I have to pee? So I like how one, he physically shows her the phone too. Yes. Yeah. So it, so I was thinking though, like, I've never received a text before. And I was trying to think like, all right, this is 2009. I probably started texting in around 2004, like our senior year. It's probably when I started actually text messaging. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I mean, he's not the most social butterfly. Like, I, I don't yeah, think we're led to believe that he has a lot of friends. But like, I did think like he's never received a text before. Like this joke probably would have checked out maybe three years earlier and been a little bit more believable. But, no, I think it's just no, like it, it, he has no friends. At home, his yeah. character. But even yeah, like his mom doesn't text him or something. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I thought I got a lot of that. That comes up a little later, I think. Yeah. He mentions Britta and she calls him uh, or somebody says something about a disease her brother has. He should look up, which is yes. a pretty yeah. funny joke. Yeah. He's, that was right in that uh, that first scene where they were walking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeff, Jeff Jeff gets a text and it goes back to Albert. Does it say you have to pee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then he gets the text from John Oliver, which yeah. is like supposed to be in code or something. I forget what it oh, was. God. What was John like, Oliver's text? It, it's all a mix foot. of letters and numbers. <laughs> I remember yeah. like pausing it and I'm like trying to decipher it myself. I'm like, I have no idea what this means. I wish I wrote it down, but I did not. I do like that too, though. They show the text, they show the translation being wrong in Spanish. I always love when yep. they sort of bring you into those things where you feel like you're more in the world. Yep. Yeah. You get like an idea of what's actually happening. It, it, breaks you down for being into a tv show and sort of yes it gives you the visual and you don't have to guess the joke you know what i mean like you're they show you the text and you can see how absurd it is because that's going to be a tough one to just read out loud and fully get what they're trying to convey right so showing you the actual text message makes it a very clear how absurd uh, his coding is. Quick question though, with the text messages, were those, are we in, we are in the era of smartphone. Right? <clears throat> We're not in the yeah. era of, of flip phone still using numbers, right? 2009 is it's like on the line. Honestly. It's on the line. Cause that's kind of what I, 
completely yet. Not in 2009. Because that's what I got with like the John Oliver text. Well, was Jeff, like he Jeff was has a black. To... Jeff has a BlackBerry at the time. Yeah, I think we may have had, had the first iPhone, but people had Blackberries or just. Yeah, we, I think that's right when phones started having this thing where you could like text on them. Which is kind of funny to think about because you know of the shows that we've done, you know, with an artist show so far, Community is by far the newest show. And to even think by their pilot, like smartphones weren't completely there yet. You know, in 2009, it's a little funny to look back at. It reminds me of like when we were younger, right? So right around that same time, maybe a year or two earlier, it's like, remember we would text Joe because he would get mad because they were like 10 cents each. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's just no joke man people talk about that now like p- kids won't remember how insane that was but that added up yeah so for for younger listeners you know once upon a time before you had unlimited texting every text cost about 10 cents each which didn't matter because you didn't text that much and your phone can only hold about 30 text messages at a time and your parents, and your paid, parents the bill. paid for it yeah. but yeah but Thanks. panel member joe was very very upset because we would text him like just like a single i was letter. getting in trouble <laughs> i was getting yelled at <laughs> <laughs> that sense was adding up pretty quick r u c o m yeah th- those were not fun we did mean things like that to joe and you hate jeff so much come on jay so uh and also also to go back to the show when when jeff runs out Bruta does show a little bit of sign like she asks abed like do you think this dude's okay like so she i guess she's questioning his character a little bit at this point like something seems a little off to her because she did note is he okay to you like well i have a question for you guys i didn't look this up purposely because i thought it'd be funnier to ask you who is elizabeth shoe elizabeth shoe is ally from uh karate kid oh she okay. also doesn't okay. look like her I knew the name, right? And that makes more sense. It's way more in my wheelhouse. Karate Kid's like 84. So I looked I was that like, up. Why do I know this name? But I don't want to, I didn't want to ruin the podcast fun of me not looking up who it was. Right. So I was going to bring it up uh, later because it comes up twice, right? Abed says something to her and out of nowhere when he brings it up, he just looks at her and just goes, you look like Elizabeth Shue. And then way later on, Jeff says the same thing to her. And it's kind of a, so it's like a running joke where they both <laughs> said it in completely different times i also don't see it yeah i don't i don't see it at all i don't necessarily yeah, now that i remember who she is i don't see it yeah it was a it was just a weird joke <laughs> but they they went back to it twice so i don't know i thought maybe there was a link i even tried looking up like maybe that's her mother or something <laughs> that was a joke but from what i understand unless there's something that we don't know like a very specific link then i have no idea where that joke came from but when jeff comes back to the study group after talking to duncan we are now introduced to a full group now word got out of this study group so now we've entered four more people have joined the study group so now we're at what a total of seven of Six. them when you count when you count oh, yeah. jeff yeah yeah so so going back as we talked about this a little bit with chevy chase i was like oh my god look at this cast like this is a great cast but when you think in the context of 2009 this is just great casting because mm, they weren't anything yet yeah yeah i mean like everyone has done stuff like donald glover you know now childish yeah. can be chevy chase is the only Gambino, one. he's done yeah he's done so much stuff and at that point he was doing a lot of online comedy skits and he was a writer for 30 rock leading into community like he had to leave 30 rock to be in community so like he was like starting his foot in but like you wouldn't know him really unless you like watched bro rape on i was gonna say the Derek comedy group though, which <laughs> we all we yeah, all watched all those videos stuff. and that was him that was um um, uh, Moynihan, Ellie, Bob, Ellie Bobby Kemper, Moynihan? yeah, Ellie Kemper, Bobby Moynihan, Bobby Moynihan, yeah. yeah, Bobby Moynihan, who's one of the funniest people ever. Yeah, so like a lot of people came out, but like you know, if you know, that Why was are the a, police outside. Yeah, <laughs> cool, so like, cool. We, we all right, watching that stuff, but that stuff was like you know not wildly known by everybody. So like Donald Glover, Chevy Chase, we already talked about. Um, we have Yvette Nicole Brown who plays Shirley in the show. I only would have she I looked up her IMDb. She was on a ton of stuff, but like nothing super, super yeah, notable. She was on the office real quick. The office That's is the, the only, only thing I, I recognize her yeah. right away. Yeah. yeah. She worked at Staples with Dwight in an episode of the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care about him, his big eyes or, or yeah. big head or his beady eyes. Yeah, oh, that's I don't her like mine <laughs> when I work at Staples together. And then as uh, an to, ex as an ex Staples employee, I really take that to heart. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh to round up the group, Allison Bree, who like I know from Glow, and I know she's done a bunch of stuff, but like even at that point I looked it up she hadn't done a ton at that point so like really the you know props to the casting mm-hmm. director because they got a bunch of diamond in the roughs like yeah they hit yeah. on everybody for the most part not, not to yeah. get into the future but that's also leads to the show's downfall because they all get so big they all oh, start leaving one by yeah. one 
and that's what makes the show go downhill. But we don't know that yet because we're watching I'm, episodes. I'm just <laughs> saying in general. I'm not saying that as like the first episode in general. I'm just saying that that's a bad thing. That's what leads to the show dying. Also, to um, back-to-back shows bring up Wayne's World, when I saw Allison Brie, I got that Dreamweaver-like thing Wayne gets when he sees Cassandra the second she popped up. I was, I, I'm so in love with Allison Brie. Like, the second <laughs> she was on the screen, I just like, everything stopped for a moment, and I had to like pause. <laughs> she and is very attractive. And it's weird, too, like the, the contrast between her and Britta. And Britta is like supposed to be the attractive one. You know what I mean? And Allison Brie is just like a hundred yards ahead of her. And so it's weird to just have her be like the geeky weird one. Well, I guess it's, well, I mean, this all goes to like my personal preference is Allison Brie, but it's all subjective, right? And they're both, you know, very attractive. Yeah, they're girls, both good so. looking, but. And it's like in the same way with like, you know, a lot of things. Usually it's a lot of shows do this, really. It's like the blonde one gets to be the pretty one. And then the pretty brunette is not considered to be the pretty one <laughs> for yeah. whatever reason. Mm. But that's just uh, that's but I will say glow is where she came to her own, right? Like that's the best yeah. thing she's done. Yeah, I mean, big, big star. In Grand the scheme, she really hasn't done much. Yeah, there's a few movies recently she's done. I think, but Glow, I think, elevated her to a sort yeah. of next level. For sure. I feel like she was supposed to play like She Hulk, and that didn't end up panning out. But she's so tiny. Well, yeah. I'm glad she didn't because know, who cares about any the of these modern superhero movies? They're all the worst. What? You're all the, you're all the worst. No, they're all the worst. You're all watching movies that have 20 movies that make you watch them before you watch them and after you watch them. They're just taking your money. It's the worst. You know, there's like considerable amounts of planes crashing into buildings in these movies, right? Let's talk after this episode. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh... so jaded, Joe. I, I, I do not want this to be a running joke every episode. It's going to be really awkward for people. But <laughs> It's a running joke in our friendship. It's going to be a running joke in the show. Anyways, Jeff sees this whole group and he's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. And Britta catches up with him. Now it's all of a sudden like Britta, it will go out with them. Like now it's like, you know, if we make this group work, I'll go out with you. It's just the dynamic of their relationship. Like every scene was very weird to me. I don't feel like they established it enough. By the way, at this point, we have figured out that Jeff got the wrong answers too. No, no, no it's that's after. No, no, no that's no. after. That's after John Oliver has to call him. That's, that's right. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. going to the football field, and also yeah. that's when you meet the other people too. But like you at, understand at, what's happening. You find yeah. out that um, Chevy Chase is a moist towelette yeah. magnet. Yeah. Here's hot. The handshake thing killed me. And we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a few yeah. minutes. But Britta at that point has figured him out. That's why she agrees yeah. to date him. She manipulates yeah. him. Yeah. Right. I just thought that. No, I don't know how the show pans out, and I'm going in fresh which is good because we're only talking about this episode i don't feel like these two although both decent actors i don't think they have a lot of chemistry something seems off about them to me as i watched them and i just felt like there wasn't enough build up to understand like we get that he likes her but her response to everything was so like she just like gets that he likes all of a sudden and is just like i know why we're really here i'll go out with you if we make this work i don't know i just felt like it was really abrupt i don't know it almost seems boredom, right? Like she's bored. She's like, oh, this guy is fun to mess with for a little bit. If you will go on a date with him, it doesn't matter. We'll just yeah. deal with this for now. I just thought it was a weird dynamic. But I don't think you're supposed to feel a connection between them. They're very different. He just wants the banger. Yeah. And she she's like an activist. He's a lawyer. So he is basically what she hates, you know? Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't you shouldn't feel a connection there. But I don't th- I think she's a phony activist the same way he's a phony good person, right? Like I think there's <laughs> actually more in common by the fact that she doesn't really know where she is and she's lied about stuff and he doesn't know where he is and he's lied about stuff and now they're sort of crashed together. Yeah. I didn't pick that up though. That was she number, yeah. that she wasn't what she said she was. You know, they're kind of on the same playing field right. where they're both playing each other. I didn't pick that up yet. Where do you get that she isn't what she says she was? I think she's pretty honest. Because she like, talks about I? she was I did this, I was a foot model, I was an activist, I was here, I was there, I dropped out of high school, I was tear gassed. Like she's had like all these different lives and now she's trying to put it back together. So I don't feel like uh, any of those were 100% genuine. I don't know. Again, for me, it's just like, it really just goes to, I don't feel like these two have chemistry. Now, could I be I wildly yeah, wrong? I don't think that's the play. I don't think that's what they're trying to do, though. That mm. It's pretty obvious that she's not into him. In any event, her just saying, basically, hey, if you can make the study group work, I'll go out with you, was enough for him. So now he's all in. So he, you know, he heads right back in and now we're going to try to make this work. You know, the group, now you're kind of introduced to the group a little bit more. You see, and like, they're very dysfunctional, all different people. 
people. I loved Pierce's creepy advances on Shirley. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the like, harassment wasn't line. Like, Amazing. It wasn't just like, oh, he likes her and he's like being cute about it. Like he's saying just weird shit. To yeah, her. like yeah, I love. I, lo- I, I love that he's the only. She's the only one he actually learned the correct name for when he's yes, introducing yeah, yeah, them yep, all. Yep. And that's how you first, that's like the, when you go, oh, he likes her. Cause that's the only one he knows. And like, they were like, no, 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 we're not being subtle. <laughs> like by the next time he speaks, he said something. Can't remember exactly what he said to her right now, but it was something really weird. Yeah. Cause everyone has a nickname at this point. It's like little Annie Adderall. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got like a little nickname. I bet the, yeah. Yeah, Shirley's the only one he gives the actual name to. And then we find out also that uh, Donald Glover was the prom king. So as a prom king, oh, I didn't know if you guys wanted to do truth, like a- by the way. So for those of you uh, watching- Up against along, Katie Caligiris, wasn't it? <laughs> the one- the one oh, she hated the, that. The one in- um, it wasn't her, but I don't want to get into isolating the audience too much. The prom queen was Marissa Rivera, I believe. That's correct. In any event, <laughs> for those of you who don't actually know us personally, if you were to look at our cartoon image that we use as a logo, the man in the Devo hat. Energy Dome. <laughs> the Energy Dome wearing caricature. <laughs> that is Joe right there. And he was, in fact, prom king. How did that happen? It was randomly selected. Yeah, just the universe <laughs> gave me one. That was Joe's participation trophy for high school. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, he's not going to do anything better than this. So we might as well throw him a bone. They're like, we need to put something under his name in the yearbook. And we have nothing. (laughs) Well, I think that it worked out just great for all of us. I have a podcast now, damn it. (laughs) So so yeah, Troy was a quarterback in the prom king, uh, but he lost his scholarship because of uh, injury where he hurt himself on a keg. Keg flip. Keg flip, flip, not a keg stand. And then uh, with Annie, we find out that she was addicted to Adderall and got kicked out of school and they went to school together apparently so th- so that's that's how we find out about both of them is them and is she is she crazy younger is she is yes. trying to say that she's like so young she was in high school like a doogie hauser scenario i didn't not that, extreme, on that. i just no. thought she was young compared to the fact that the group has a bunch of adults in it i thought that it was only she was only young yeah compared to like shirley who they were kind of having like but then she should forth. be not that far from donald glover and they, no, they went to school together they went no, to they school did. together they discussed that they sat behind each other it she wasn't sat behind him and yeah. right, but they keep saying she's young. So what I'm saying is, was she like a only advanced? Shirley? Only Shirley was she above grades? She was young. And Pierce and Jeff. She she's younger than all of them. Everybody else, like, like that, like her. But her and Glover are roughly the same age. She was right. like yeah. super yeah. young. Okay, in yeah. that they're actually like conventionally college age if they were to go straight from high school, where most of them are not quite at that <clears> point. <throat> a few of them are older. And I'll say this: as much as I like Allison Brie, I felt like she overacts this role really hard like she's playing a very specific caricature like her i didn't get that vibe at all i thought she did really, I, I think when i watched it back because i watched the episode twice so the second time i watched it and i watched the episode once and i take notes and then the second time i try to watch it and just enjoy the episode so i can like maybe pick up on things again and when i did that i was like she's really aggressively playing the role like there's not like subtleties to her character she plays it very very extreme but in a way that like if she was in a play it would translate but i don't need to be that i'm with jay on this one i think She's yeah. definitely putting her foot down on the role. Uh, I, but I was going to say, but that's the that's the the role itself. Yep. She's an Adderall addict, so she's going to be like all hyped up, and you know, you don't know right. if she's at this point. You don't know if she's like just freshly cleaned. You don't know if she's still Clean doing it. All, it. Yeah. You don't know, but like she plays that kind of. And how do you get Adderall? I mean, unless you know, you have some kind of. Neuro, it's a neurological drug, so it makes you neurotic. No, I don't think she's doing Adderall because she's getting Adderall. I think she's finding Adderall outside of. Yeah. I think she's I think she might have a prescription and I was under the impression that she's like a student who like cares about her grades but like pulls all night or studying and was like Jesse Spano. Yeah. Uh she was just on caffeine pills. (laughs) (laughs) Those don't really do anything. No. No. Oh, when you take that many of them for so long. So this uh, learning about Jeff and what's her name? What's what's her name on the show again? Annie. No, Annie. Oh Annie. uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I say, Jeff, after the Troy and Annie thing where they both kind of expose each other's past, we get into what I think was the best part of the whole episode, which is Abed doing the Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. The, yes. the, the, the smoke yep. up Johnny stuff. I, 
It was so out of left field. I the whole John yeah. Bender monologue. Yeah, I I have that actually oh, written God, down Johnny. as the funniest as the funniest line of the whole thing, just because it came so far out of nowhere. I loved it. I love that he didn't even like he didn't even really deliver it as his character, which I, to me made it better. Like, yes. you, you know, he should have been doing it as himself really, but they just, it was like written in a way that like, just do the monologue. It doesn't matter. Like just play it serious. I it like his look sense. of, just do it. he looked to Jeff for approval afterwards too. And he was like, what? <laughs> I thought this is what we needed. What I didn't understand was right after the dirty dancing reference. Oh, I, yeah. I, I know he's, he's like a film guy, movies. but he's, I mean, I appreciate that. He's just going movie to movie. A little, a little note I have that they did a lot of that because John Hughes had just died. Oh, oh. RIP. Mm-hmm. That was a sad day. RIP Shermer, Illinois. What a and, king. And because, you know, I'd been meaning to say this, but so now we're talking oof, three weeks back or whatever. When, oh, two, two weeks back when we did the tool time episode so no three weeks back from right now um joe said r.i.p to al caprillion i had looked it yep. up the weatherman he is very much alive so i believe i said al i said, pro- I I said, said r.i.p i probably, assume yeah, yeah probably yeah, but just, just for assume. clarification uh he is very much alive i don't know alive and well i don't know uh, i don't talk to him but uh good evening for the people from this area <laughs> sunny 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 we're familiar with him uh he's still alive um well i'm very happy to hear that honestly i don't I think he's on social media or cameo or anything but i don't know look him up send him a letter wish him oh, well can we get al caprillion on cameo all right sidebar that yeah We'll, we'll we'll take a note. We'll if we talk can get after a little the message show. From him. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can get in touch with him. So um, now Duncan tries to bribe Jeff again. So now he calls him up. So uh, Jeff has to leave the group. Meets with Duncan in a car. The voice he does on the, the phone voice is, is so the good. Oh, he's thing. disguising his voice. And then uh, they meet in the car and they decide. Well, he has like the the full envelope of what would be all the test answers. And the agreement is. In order, and they get in a tiny car. What did you guys know? What kind of car that was? It was it's a smart car, right? Yeah, it, it had to have been tiny car, tiny car, like a Miata or something. I don't know. So it was like a like car. car. Yeah, it was it, like it was like a clown car. So they get in it, and um, the deal is he will give him the test answers in exchange for Jeff's Lexus. And uh, Jeff will have to ride around in this car as a trade-off. So I have an, uh, Jeff, I have an issue with that. Shoot, I'll let shoot. you finish. No, no, I mean that—that's basically it's what just, happened. It's just he—he—he he, he does that. But from what you've seen throughout the episode, Jeff knows how to manipulate him, and I feel like the lawyer and him could have got out of that with the test answers and keeping his car. I think it's just that's kind of just showing you how desperate he was. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I got from it—that uh, he was willing yeah. to give up his Lexus. But he's always obviously he's always status is a symbol. Status and you know. How Having a Lexus or that kind of life is a symbol for him. As a lawyer, that was probably his moment where, yeah, I think Ferg's right in that he could have negotiated a little harder. Like, yes, ultimately he was desperate in how to settle, but yeah, he didn't even put up enough of a fight, I feel. It was just like, it was more like a, ah, come on type deal. And ultimately he, you know, he succumbs to the offer and he is now for a book of test answers is giving away his Lexus in, in lieu of having to study for a few months. I thought that's him actually just giving up though under understanding what's happening right like he's sort of letting things go to a degree and being understanding of he's not going to get back to where he was even if he does complete this because they're always going to look back on him as that guy we figured out and now even just the way that that world works right oh now he has a community college degree he's not what we thought he was so i think that he's sort of just like this is done anyway let's just see where it takes us i think he's just kind of riding out what's going on yeah realistically he'd probably have to like he couldn't go back to like whatever firm he came from right he'd probably have to like move off somewhere and like start over again like when he has you know a clear degree and his bar is all set and you know you could still be a lawyer but to go back to where you were no your reputation it's probably gonna be a bit tarnished so but i think duncan had a good point when he was haggling with them too where he was like yeah for this this is like your test for this one semester but like you're not here for one semester you're gonna want more from me like this isn't the only time you're gonna come to me for a favor so let's be realistic here you know you want four years worth of favors or two years or whatever it would be you know this is what i want so, I mean, he did have a little leverage with him, but no, I think Ferg's right. He could have fought a little bit more. He seems to uh, just kind of concede, right? Like he's just like, well, this is where we're at now. But I think that maybe that shows how much he wants to be out of there, that he'd give up his $60,000 car because he just yeah, wants to get better out than of that situation point, as quick yeah. as he can be. So now there's this moment between Jeff and Britta where he kind of tells her everything going on and it, it creates this complete power shift in the situation. And it's like, it was, it was like a weird moment because like now Jeff's 
like he he was very honest with her about everything and now he's going to try to make this group work again and it's more for her it's more under the promise of like going out but it like now she has all the power in the situation basically it's still because he just wants to sleep with her but he's going to at least try now with this group yeah yeah no when he goes back in he has the answers and he says um he tries to leave with her she says no and that's when he says fine but anyone who hasn't wasted my time i have these test answers and that's when they throw him out but that's also when he goes on that huge long tirade too and he starts <laughs> he starts kind of is is am i am i remembering this wrong but this is where he starts going on the um the asperger's thing no so that's that going on that's, when, that's on. when he's walk, that's when he's walking out before so, you have so, asperger's so the way I, I, if I remember this correctly, he was going back in and it was more like, hey, we're good now. Like I got this, we can leave. And she's like, no, what about the group? So yeah. she forced him to go back in because like, he, she's not okay with him. Just like, you know, we'll be fine. Now it's like, no, this group's here. Like you have to help all of them. If you want to go out with me, you need to like get all these guys in a good in a position where like his argument was like, oh, they're too dysfunctional. Like, you know, if they're too dysfunctional, then we can just leave. But that was more like all of a sudden where he was kind of steering the ship that was her moment of like no you're doing this like if i know what you want and you're only going to get it if you do what i want now which is go in there and get all of them to where they need to be so now he's like okay we're going to make this work and he goes in there and he's going to give it like a real effort again only because he wants to get with her but now he's going to actually try and i thought this was the first time once he goes back in it was the first time you really saw him being a lawyer because everyone's (laughs) fighting and he, he he delivers this monologue and he's walking and he's doing this thing where it's like his hands are moving up and down as he's walking is the way he was gesturing and he was delivering this very like deliberation type speech and he came off as a lawyer like now you yeah. see like this guy is a lawyer turn everyone around and, and nick go ahead i just think that that whole library scene especially when you consider a cast of seven right i think they did a really good job of rapid fire getting to know each individual character like better than i think most shows could because yeah. it's a lot of, it's a lot of people to have on a in a cast and in that in, in like that five minute period where they're bouncing between the library and back you you have like a really good grasp of each individual character on their own i was gonna say i agree i have that written down in my notes that like it's a lot of characters you know and i know that we've talked about you know too little too many but this was done in such a way where they gave them all just enough substance that mm-hmm. it fleshed everybody out you kind of knew everybody you knew where they were you kind of could see where the dynamics were gonna go where they weren't gonna go but it was just done in a brilliant manner that so like that's interesting see in- that's interesting too because i thought maybe my future knowledge of the show have would have skewed me but the fact that gordo agrees on that one yeah makes me yeah, realize that it that. was just like a good way to do each character it's, yeah it's, it's, it's just a little with a little you can go uh, for go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say without knowledge of the future show whatever right but what did we know joel mckellar from at this time right he was just doing talk talk soup, soup. that yeah. was it right two seconds boom 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 sarcastic comment sarcastic comment he delivers some lines here and really takes over the whole show it's it's a kind of impressive that he's so funny and you get why he's had the career he's had since then because he's you just you're with him right away even though he's scummy even though he's kind of a dickhead yeah. you just pick up and you're like oh well i i'll follow this guy i get why they're going with him it's an interesting character yeah. right yeah i think um you know to go back to what you were saying earlier nick you know all these characters you do get a good vibe of who they are and they didn't have to give each character a lot of time but they gave you enough time to just explain their story just even a line or two just telling you who they were and letting you absorb them it's like you know last week we talked about news radio and my issue there was a rapid fire introduced you to all these characters and gave you nothing about them and you leave that episode not knowing anything about anybody for the most part except for one character essentially who's going to be there for the next week right here you have about the same amount of people as you had in that show, but just a little bit of explanation for each character was enough to know who everybody was. And it it gave you just an opportunity to be part of that world and know who you were surrounded by. And I think I th- that was huge. Yeah, but also, oh, I think a good way to, I don't know, differentiate this show as far as character development goes against other shows is that they did it all in one room at one time, right? Like, like you were talking about with news radio, they bounced back and forth. They went from character A back to Dave, character B back to Dave, character whatever back to Dave. They just let these people go all in the same room together in the same story, that part of the story. And I think that is a big help as far as developing them goes. Yeah, and they 
they do little things to show their like relationships like who clicks with who like early on i know like the whole part when um jeff storms out and says abed kind of says something to him and he goes well you have asperger's and troy and pierce <laughs> both giggle about the word asperger's yeah. burgers for your ass and, it's, it's, it's like that, <laughs> and then the following that, line is asperger's if it was so serious why don't they call it meningitis which is yeah. uh, mind-blowingly funny so i was gonna bring that up because that happens about a minute after what we were just talking about i was like i was surprised to hear this whole line just because like asperger's like yes we agree like the name of that is you know comedic because it sounds like ass burgers but i thought to go with a joke like that where you are making light of like a mental disability i was kind of surprised in like a more modern age show that they went with that i you know it's it's you know 11 12 years ago now when this episode aired but i feel like even right now that joke would not be in an episode of that show that they, joke i i think, I think it's just on the cusp right like i it's think just by, before yeah. they wouldn't let that happen i i think though it it was a inappropriate joke but the characters that did it because Pierce is the inappropriate one and and uh Troy is inappropriate too and immature and I know it Jeff's made a sense dick, he's a little bit though like I don't know it's just like we've talked about this before right as long as it's like depending on who's delivering it and how it's responded to but I don't know I felt I felt like yeah this would not fly now because it was like you know three of the three of them like one delivered it two two laughed about it and no one was really like in defense afterwards no yeah they were annie was she's like no that's actually a serious condition yeah yeah she brings it up they do talk about it yeah so i was a little taken back by that joke but that was you know so to go back when when he did that was basically jeff thinks like okay i've fixed the group and then it was like you know he turned to britta and he's like all right so now can we go out and she's like no (laughs) and it was basically like britta who you know we talked earlier about her character like her whole thing was like nothing Nothing in this world is more important to me than honesty. Well, Britta lied. Like her, her whole this whole thing was centered around a lie. She was manipulating Jeff to get you know this group in order. But she had already been lied to like twice now by him. So I but, think it kind of yeah. This is more like a mantra, different sort of scenario. Your mantra is like I don't lie. Then then it doesn't justify it. Being lied to it doesn't make it okay for you to be a liar. So like I if, think in this case it does. Like because we we talked about what a d bag Jeff is. No, right? and I agree. Like I think so. Jeff I think he had a common and she knew that he has very few redeemable qualities but i just think for her character like that was how you were introduced to her like the one of the first things she says about herself is like honesty is extremely important to me i don't know i just didn't think that that made sense like i i yeah, but she's the second line honestly, the second line she said was like if you lie to me then you know you, i'll never talk to you again yeah. or something like that so exactly it's already kind of set it up where he lied to her so now kind of all bets are off well i think her. That's where I get. I get that that vibe. Yeah, but it's just like to me, it's like if if your whole thing is like I don't lie, I don't deal with liars. I understand that he lied, and now she's like turned off to him. But I was just surprised because like it doesn't make sense for you to then lie. It just doesn't line up with your character. So I mean, like it took me a little off, but um, that basically spun. Jeff out of control to just complete heel turn again. So his character's flipped like three times at this point. So many heel turns. And it was just like, as soon as, like as, soon big as he's show. like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not really like going to go out with you. Then he's like, forget this group. I bet you have Asperger's. And like, he was out of there. <laughs> And, and I just was like, okay, so I guess, I guess Jeff's bad again. Like we thought he was going to be a little redeemable for a moment. He had that nice little speech, although his intentions were still just to get with Britta. Like he still accomplished what he was trying to do. He kind of like got everyone together and did it in a good way. Yeah. But the second he didn't get what he wanted, boo-boo faced. And he's like, that's it. I'm out of here. I got all the answers to the test anyways. But he was willing to share them with the group. Yeah. That he even says so. I mean, I, I see him kind of Jeff, the, the main character is kind of like a chaotic neutral sort of thing like if you were kind of like to align all these people like he just seems like like a chaotic neutral you know he's neither good nor bad he he'll depending on who it is that whatever he needs to accomplish. That's the way I I viewed him. So I feel like he's also looking for a group and he found them, right? So he's going Mm -hmm. to be bullish at first, but he immediately is, these are my people. What can I do, right? Because he comes back to them. The fact that he shows them the empty papers, I think the vulnerability of that shows how much he actually cares about these people right away. And that he has no other people on his side. So basically what happened though, is he stormed out and he went outside and then that's when he opens up the folder. And that's when he realizes is that he doesn't have the answers to these questions. So now he he's in a position where he kind of has to try. He just alienated himself from the group, though. It was basically, 
and now realize he has nothing. So now he's kind of in a point where if they don't forgive him and let him back in, like he's kind of screwed because he doesn't have the answers to the test. And now he at least had he left on good terms, had a yeah. group of people that would have at least helped him study. So now he kind of has nothing. And that's when we get to that point where Jeff and Pierce both walk outside because they were, um, no, I'm sorry, Pierce and Troy walked outside to where Jeff was. And that's when they're like, oh, I was getting a little boring without you in there anyways. And they had like a nice little bonding moment where the three of them all were talking and slowly as they were talking, the rest of the group all kind of comes outside. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what like led them all back together was like he kind of had to hit like rock bottom you know not that he hasn't had like a series of bad things lead him there to begin with but right. he thought he at least had the answers in his pocket so when he left there he left that group very confident like screw yeah. you guys screw Britta I'm at least going to pass all these tests and get out of here you guys figure out Spanish on your own he goes outside realizes uh oh I don't have anything I just lost my car yeah <laughs> for the stack of blank paper and uh oh yeah oh yeah i thought that's a scene too where you realize what he's wearing which i think sums up his character so well where he's got like a nice sweater a button-up and a suit coat on and then track pants so, like, <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. he's halfway in the world of like i'm this lawyer i'm whatever and the other half is like i'm just fucking done i can't do this I don't care anymore. I think like when you see him walk away and you see the stripes in the pants, you're like, okay, that makes sense to where you are right now. I think they did a good job in that scene of like, he was vulnerable and now everyone sees him being vulnerable and, you know, is showing him some compassion and it kind of banded everybody together. You know, that got him an invite back into the group, which then causes Jeff's face turn again. So he's the, he's the big show of uh community. Well... Because I think he had four. Well, it's a heffy. He had like four or five <laughs> face turns. So sorry for Talk those who don't tonight. watch wrestling. But yeah, Jeff's character changed so much throughout the episode. And that was, it was one thing that did kind of bother me as I watched it was like, I just wish, I, I get it. Like he's like, he's starting off really rough and he has to warm into this group. But I felt like instead of it being like a gradual him warming up and like learning the right way, it was just extremes. He was like a super douchebag. Then all of a sudden he's kind of cool. Then he's a dick again. Then he's kind of cool. And like, I just thought it was like, I don't know. I, I just think that could have been handled a little bit better. Better, just but shows you what a chameleon he is and like even yeah. against his will like not as like some sort of special skill but just his like his personality in general is just kind of gonna you know form to whatever it needs to be and if it doesn't work out then he reverts back to dick you know yeah so ultimately though from that vibe though do you get do you get the feeling that like he's only good when he needs to be like is he still like overall is he a bad dude i think he's I definitely think, presented I think he's the metamorphosis as the... happening right what? Sorry, Gordon, sorry. You. No, 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 I feel no. like I you see him changing over. Yeah, it's just like the changes seem so abrupt each time. And see, like I, we, we I, see I a don't... couple times where he's nicer and then he flips right back. So you're like, is, is even now, is like, is he really a nice guy? Like, or, or is he just. See, I, I think that was more real. I said last week how it bothered me that um, on news radio, the main character suddenly grew a backbone and nothing led to that. Jeff is a dick. And even when like he seems like he's being nice, he has ulterior motives. He fixes the fight that he started. And it, again, he's just trying to get in Britta's pants so that that redemption wasn't even a real redemption earlier so I think at that point it's like it's unrealistic to think he would change that quick in an, an afternoon so I'm okay with it it's more real than news radio all of a sudden backbone I was gonna say they're setting him up to be kind of an anti-hero you know he's not he's not your your archetype guy that you're going to make you're going to center a uh sitcom around yeah. you know you, you you usually you know you'll have someone who who you know like in news radio where the, the main character needs to grow confidence or needs to grow a backbone but he always has that underlying good to him same thing with home improvement tim taylor is a chauvinist but he has that underlying good to him i feel like with this show there is no kind of underlying good to him Jeff, this in a lot of ways to me kind of is like um, like an older Zach Morris in a way where he's always got like a trick up his sleeve he's always trying to find the easy way out like ultimately he'll learn the lesson but like it takes him a minute to get there but, and like I don't know I, know, I like but, Zach Morris a bit more than I like Jeff but Zach Morris no, but Zach Morris is trash but Zach Morris though was presented like as a good guy like he, he's presented as someone who is likable versus him 
Jim is not likable. You, you're not supposed to like him from the onset. You're just supposed to kind of be intrigued by him. That's that's what I saw. I think part of the show is, especially for a pilot, right? They're not trying to get you to like any one person. They're trying to get you to like the group as a whole. Yeah. Mm. Which I think is very successful, right? To be like, look, here are these people. They're all wildly different. They're all funny in their own ways. They're all interesting in their own ways. And they're all very flawed. Yeah, and they're all yeah. flawed, right? So everyone relates to that. Yeah. Do you like this group of people? And I think that's a great move versus being like, do you like this one person and then these side characters to be like, the show is not about yep. this one person. This one person brought these people together. And by the end of the episode, you know, the show is about everybody, right? The Breakfast Club reference is a perfect reference mm-hmm. that Abed makes where you're like, these are all people I'm going to watch together in a room for one, could, one to five seasons. Do I want to stay on board for that? And I think most people s- will, will like that. I was going to say, one could say that you, are you invested in the community? <laughs> oh, so I think I get can, one. Got him. So when taking you, some notes, I appreciate that. When you look at the whole cast, right? Like all those characters, even the top guys like Jeff, none of them could have a show about just them, right? Like, it, like you know, maybe Jeff with more development, like because of where he's positioned, but n- they all have strong personalities and they all work really well blended together. But none of them are a character that you th- that could really hold a show on their own. Like they they very much need each other, and that's yeah. perfect. That that's what you want from an on an ensemble cast. That right. said, though. Yeah. I I would watch Chevy Chase half hour <laughs> making hot dogs it's just, every it's just week. Just any, anything making hot dogs. I would watch a Pierce bread. Hawthorne show all day. Yeah. Pierce Hawthorne hour would be my favorite show. So I will say, <laughs> I agree with you that the group it's, it's the group sort of think in this one, but aside from that, give me Pierce. All right, guys. Well, is there anything else you want to say about this show before we move forward? Uh, just quickly, I really, I forget his name, but I, I love the dude who plays the Dean. Dean Pelton? Yeah, Dean Pelton. Yeah, he's just, he. I know it's not much in this, but he turns out to be like a really funny character. And I just, he's hilarious. I get that vibe that he's he's going to be someone down the line that is going to be funny. Yeah, it's kind of Since I haven't seen anything, you know, I, I don't know, but I get that feeling. I do yeah. like that you get the deans an idiot. The teachers are idiots. The students are idiots. Like everybody's yeah. a very level playing field. Which is Were fun. you exposed yeah. to any teachers though in this? It's Duncan, yeah, John Oliver. Dunk, yeah, Duncan. Yeah. I thought he was teacher. like a department chair. Like no, a, he's no. like a he's like he's a, a psychology teacher. Of, yeah, psychology, like I believe. Okay, but okay. yeah, I, I I did think it was a little weird because like the dean, the whole show starts with the dean, right? Like he's the first mm-hmm. character you're, and then you don't see him again. Yeah, and then yeah, he's not back at all. So like it's almost like Al. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I would have expected maybe one other scene with them at least, but you know, I'll take it. And according to you guys, we see a bit more of them. Like yeah. I have to take your word for it. Cause I'm only going by this episode and legitimately have only really watched this episode. But yeah, it works. I, I would have thought just a little bit more of him, I guess, but that's fine. So uh, one thing I don't remember, didn't remember, and I watched the show like this is my office. When I finish it, I start it over. I know that's how you are with the office and stuff. I don't remember like I know the show pokes at community college throughout like the entire thing, but I don't remember the pilot being so mean about it. Like, <laughs> like yeah, the, the dean's speech starts it and all that stuff. He loses one of the cards. He's like, I know you think it's a school for losers, but good luck. And the guy's like, oh, I'm missing another. <laughs> card and then like Duncan when Duncan's talking to Jeff and he's like you ever think about learning something and then Jeff's Jeff's line is if I wanted to learn something I wouldn't be at community college and it's just like yeah, they kind of mean to community college. Which yeah, is not I mean, a nice. I mean, like someone who it. went to community college it didn't bother me. Like I, I thought it was hilarious. Like I said, I had a lot of like all, all that is pretty accurate. Not not the mean stuff, but the kind of people that are there. And it's it's like I have thick skin, but I just I don't remember it shitting on, on community right. And sure, no shades. Like, I didn't go to any college, so I'm not here to say anything. But I was just like, that seems a little mean. I don't know why they're going so hard on people just trying really, to go to college. They have to really like bring you into that world and and really show you the extremes and they have to show you that jeff is in like a last ditch effort to like to succeed right like this is his only chance to become a lawyer again so i think they have to kind of knock it a little bit just to show you the dire situation he's in right is it is it the community college as a whole or is it just this particular school that they're shit i think they're punching down on community college as a whole yeah Yeah, he doesn't doesn't say i wouldn't be at green greendell he says i I wouldn't be i wouldn't be in community college yeah they're they're okay they're making it clear like listen 
listen, you know, you're not in the Ivy League right now. You're not even in like a state school. Like this is it. You're in like entry level school, like for as far as college goes. You know, that was the episode. So let's go around. Let's decide whether this is a show that we're going to green light or cancel. And I'm going to go to the left to right that I have in front of me. So Joe, you are first. Sure. So I'm going to say this as far as this show. I watched a bunch of this when it was new, right? And I hadn't seen it in a very long time. You know how Hulu will pitch you something? Be like, yeah. hey, you finished watching this. Do you want to watch XYZ? Yeah. yeah. For the past year, it's been trying to make us watch Hulu. And in my head... it's been try- Hulu's been trying to watch you, make you watch Community. Sorry, make you watch Community. <laughs> Thank you. And in my head, I was like, I didn't like that show, whatever. When I went to go watch this, it was on episode 14. It had tried to make me watch Community so many times that in the times I'd got up to get food or whatever, they had gone through 14 episodes. <laughs> I don't know if that's persistence for good or for bad, but we made fun of it all the time. And now I'm like, I'm so glad they tried so hard because I really enjoyed watching the show again uh, without knowledge of where it goes, which isn't huge. Right? I didn't watch it religiously. I just saw it here and there. I, I would green light it. I think it's funny. And I would be, you'd have to pay me a good amount of money to say something bad about anything Chevy Chase was in. So it's green light for me. <laughs> Ferg, you're next. Definitely a green light. Even if the pilot was terrible, that cast alone is enough to make me come back for next week just to check it out. Great cast, great jokes, pretty edgy. And, you know, that's my sense of humor. Yeah, 100% green light over here. Nick? Um, yeah, I was, um, I, I really wanted to see more of these characters, I wanted to see where each of their stories go. I wanted to see where their collective story goes. Um, I just felt like it had a lot more to give. So yeah, green light. I, I want to keep watching it. Goro, where do you stand? Uh, I stand at green light. I thought that there was enough intrigue with all the characters, their interactions, the story itself, including the overarching story, made me vested. Makes me want to see how all the dynamics play out. It had just the right dark sense of humor and interactions. And every, I don't know. It was just like for the size of the show, for the size of the cast of the show, I got a great idea of who these people were, where it was going to go. I want to see more. What about so, you? So for me, I'll tell you, I literally spent the last couple of days debating. I wasn't 100% on either side. And I was mostly leaning towards the idea of canceling. But as time went on and I kind of thought about it a little bit more, the cast, the ensemble together made me interested enough to want to continue watching it. And I think early my issues with Jeff and how much his character flipped around and how not likable he was up front, something about it just kind of turned me off from the show. But ultimately, they did a good job of bringing you the full experience of like everyone involved. And they and they gave you enough of everyone like we talked about, where even in like limited roles, you got to know who everybody was. I think it was so tight. Like if they just did a little bit less with each of them and you didn't, they were just more like all thrown at you. Like, you know, when we said last week, I think I probably would have canceled it. But because of the whole ensemble, I'm going to go ahead and give it the green light. And I'll say this too. This is a show, like I said, I've never, watched the full episode of community up until this and there were a lot of times where it's on in the background and i might watch you know five minutes here and there various episodes if it's on you know whatever time and for whatever reason it never really caught my eye and i don't know why just but i think the important thing and what we do like on this show starting from the beginning you know you start fresh and you you are introduced to the show properly and i think that happens with a lot of shows where you sometimes just being shown a show like in the middle doesn't do it for you because like it's just it's not how you were supposed to be introduced to it so i do think that by watching the pilot it actually did make me more invested and want to watch the show than any time i had seen a little bit here or there or like someone sends me a funny clip from the show this actually was enough for me to sit down learn what was going on and want to continue on so for me also green light so five green lights congratulations to community you get to live on i know you've been kind of struggling uh throughout the years and up and downs but you uh you move you're gonna move on to at least an episode two from us so that's all we have for today catch us again next week let us know what you think was this a show that you would have green litter canceled to, to know what we're going to do next follow us on our social medias we'll give you updates on what shows are coming up you can find all that on the s1e1pod.com that'll link you to all our social medias whether it be facebook instagram all the streaming websites that we're on youtube all of it's at s1e1pod.com you can find everything there and 
We'll catch you next week. Thank you very much. Oh, and also remember, subscribe, rate, keep us uh, keep us going because those things help us big time. Thanks again, guys. Good night. Troy well, good and I've been making podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they call it meningitis? <laughs>